adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back to the No Snooze Podcast. We are in episode six. Epi six. I never thought we'd make it this far. I know. High five, actually. Because the first five, first five were amazing. Um, the feedback has been, as Mike Pirelli would say, tremendous. It has been tremendous. I, I mean, actually find myself talking like you now, which is, I don't know if that's a good thing. I'm at work and I'm like, try this cannoli. It's tremendous. I don't know if it's a lack of other adjectives that I have, but I always <laughs> I default to tremendous. Yeah, no, I, I like it though. That's all right. Um, so let's talk about the feedback though. So personally, there were two people that reached out that I've had you know previous uh, relationships with, and they were both teammates of mine, right? So we already we've been friends for years, and one is from Dallas, Texas. Lamar Glass, and he's a Dallas police officer. Haven't spoke to him in a while, but it's like we're, we're, um, we're brothers anytime we talk. And he said, yo, man, I just got to let you guys know what you're doing is incredible. And it was an amazing feeling. And we actually started talking about something that he's trying to implement in his own community. So I was able to give him some feedback on the program that he's trying to start. Uh, so that was really awesome to, uh, you know, to see. Did you have anybody that uh, reached out to you like that? Yeah, I had um, just a lot of people that I didn't think were listening, uh, like friends from college. People would just send me like Epi4 with a heart. Um, <laughs> Adam Boyajan sent that one. And okay. then Travis, one yep. of my other buddies from college, sent me a, uh, he left me a message. I forget. I still got to call him. Um, but then, you know, I had this attorney that we do deals with that came up and said, oh, I listened. I was like, I didn't even know you listened to podcasts. So it's been, uh, it's been a little weird because they mentioned things from the, the episodes and like inside jokes. And to be honest, <laughs> it's been busy, so I don't remember certain like stuff we talked about. Yep. And they'll be like, oh, you need a new table? And I'm like, what? <laughs> They're like, I got a table if you need it. I'm like, no, I'm good. They're like, what about Epi2? I'm like, what? No, it's awesome. And when you see the analytics, right, because we're able to look at the analytics, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. To date, we're about 1,300 downloads. And I, I don't know. I, I didn't expect that to happen, but we're taking it in. We're um, honored. We're thrilled. And we're going to keep it moving. Um, also to Dallas, Texas, I got family there. So my cousin, he actually sent me, uh, my cousin, Ben, he sent me a text the other day and it was like third time this week, cause, and it's just a really good <laughs> yeah, feeling. Yeah. Um, then to go across the country, cause I said there were two, my buddy Jay, and he is living in Australia. He was a point guard on our basketball team at Manhattanville. And he basically said the same thing. He's like, yo man, this is a great vibe. It's positive. I'm going to share it. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to more. So it, it's rekindling old friendships. It is sparking new networking opportunities for sure for both of us. Um, so that, that's, that's awesome, man. And I'm sure there's going to be some, some negative feedback. Um, yeah. But we got to be accepting of that, too. So yeah, right. you get the uh, patronizing, like, oh, no snooze. And you're like, yeah, you're still saying it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We should um, just bring some light to the wildfires that are going on over there. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's I mean, that's very serious at one point. I mean, now it's obviously bigger than New York, but 
if you took the the radius of that entire fire that's that's going on, um, it, it's really sad to see, man. So you know, sh- shout out to Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually do have a couple donation opportunities that Jay sent me. So if anybody is interested, DM us, and I can give you those links. Beautiful. Thank God for uh, Dave. <laughs> corrects me. Uh, no, it's good. So we we um, let's let's give a uh, pod bod update. And, um, I, you know, to speak on the push-ups, it's, it's kind of sad because, uh, I don't know, Mike, the numbers are now in complete reverse. Yes. So I'm at 50,000. Okay. And number three, all time. Who's, and Who's ahead? How much? Bull Mama. What's There's the difference? Bull Mama, uh, I'm 5,000 away from number two. Who's number two? I, I don't know. Um, no so numbers, you sure. are at 38,000. So strong now 38, strong 38,000. But I actually felt like you last week. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did. I don't think that's a compliment. No, it's not because, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> because not. in the habits episode, we both spoke about me waking up early on time and never missing an alarm. And then I asked you, yes, <laughs> yes. I asked you, are you sure that pushups is a habit? Yep. And you said, absolutely. I don't think you've done a push-up in at least two weeks. Lie. Because ah. I did them with you in the workout. Oh, we did okay. All right, all right, all right. We'll get there. We'll get there. But I didn't record them. It, was, record those it was alarming to me, no pun intended, that I missed my alarm the other day. And I woke up at 520, not on my own. My wife had to wake me up. And she's like, babe, you're late. Yeah, it's bad. And... It's the worst feeling in the world. So I remember on that episode, I'm like, Mike, I got it on lock. I, and there's no problem waking up. Sure enough, I was bragging on Instagram and, and hoping to get into the spin class because it was full. Yeah. The video gets reposted by Adolfo, the instructor. Shout out Level Fitness and that whole crew over there. Yeah. And <laughs> because he reposted it, I think somebody dropped out of the class and it actually got me in. So now I got into the class, but now I was late. So I showed up 20 minutes late to this cycling class. I usually sit in the back. Me and Benny try to hide all the way in the back. And you're very recognizable. So it's uh, not like someone's slipping into the <laughs> class. It's like, who's that? But gonna... it's worse because our tagline and our brand is no snooze. So yeah, I'm yeah. walking in late. They're all you know on their ones and twos, and they're getting it in. And I'm like, oh, no, that one seat is for me. And they're like, yeah, no snooze. Yeah, no snooze. <laughs> and meanwhile, they're all dripping sweat. And I had to sit in the front row, so I, I had a, an embarrassing moment. Uh, but it's all right, man. We so all that's how you back. feel like me because you had an embarrassing moment. Yeah, because yeah. you were you were you know you were saying you're not going to catch me, blah blah blah. To so talk about the push-ups. Mm-hmm. So I had a great run. I'm you not going to lie. I was I was out in front. I'm tortoising this. I think at some point Dave's going to hurt something and I'll catch up. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out how to do it. I know I Tanya Harden commented it. I know who that is now. Yeah. 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 Research. Thank you. Thank you. You're, you're well, just, I won't be coming at that angle because it won't work anymore you're, you're, you know what it is. Right. You're but, teaching me things. But I am going to start incorporating the push-ups again because I feel like they're tremendous. They're really good. Um, I'm doing a lot of walking because yes. I'm trying to drop some LBs because yep. my suits are super tight. A couple and, people are um, jumping onto that too, right? Yeah. We have like five or six people now. Nice. And, okay. You know, Claudio is a big walking group. Doing well. Um, I forgot it when we went away, so all my steps didn't count. Let me, oh, let me sorry sound about that. sad. <laughs> Business never sleeps. Business never snoozes. Put that on mute. That's right. Um, but it's yeah, the push-up thing. I I listen. I took the L, and now I have to rec- recuperate and try to get back on track, which is 
you know, I feel like that's where I make myself is, yeah, I fail at stuff, and then I just come back. So <laughs> one good. day, you right. just I see like 3,000. I accept it. I accept it. Uh, speaking of the sound, since we just heard that, that reminded me of that feedback piece. We've been receiving a lot of positive feedback on how clear the audio is. Yes. So we got to shout out our man, Claudio Visual CV. The best. We appreciate you, brother. We thought he was going to leave us. He was, uh, he was away for a while, and yes. we thought he wasn't coming home. Right. He went to Spain for about three weeks, yeah. and, uh, you know, and he's back. Yeah, we saw a post with him and two people from Spain about a Nos Nus podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we made sure that he listened in Spain, so we now have a listener in Spain. I didn't know how to say snooze in Spanish, Yeah, so you I said- just spit out <laughs> some weird accent. Yeah, Nos Nus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got a new segment. This is exciting. The No Snooze Recommendation. And this is actually something that was a recommendation of somebody else because they said, um, you know, I think you should share like a book you're reading or something like that. So we're going to make that a little bit bigger and we're going to share like, you know, a product we're using or a book we're reading or anything. Place. Right. Restaurant, anything like that. So my recommendation is going to be the air fryer. And I don't know the specific brand of the air fryer, but if you don't have one, you should get one. Do you have one? I so I love infomercials. Mm-hmm. It's like a favorite pastime. And, but I don't buy it, this stuff. I'll watch it all day, but never purchase it. Okay. I don't know why. All right. So let me tell you, though. Yeah. The air fryer, we, we, you know, we kind of bought it ourselves just as like a holiday gift. And we've made wings in it. And it literally, I don't know how it works. Don't ask me. It's, it's, it's crazy. I think air. it fries with air, which doesn't make sense. But the wings were tremendous. The cauliflower was amazing. The um, chicken thighs we made, my wife has done pork chops in it. It's so convenient. You literally just season you know, your meat or whatever, your vegetables, put it in there, and it works amazing. Our neighbors... How'd you hear about it, though? Like, why'd you how buy did I, it? Why'd you guys I, buy it? I, I don't know. I think I, I heard from somebody that it was really good, but yeah. now we've been using it for a while, and our neighbors, Billy and Alyssa, who happen to be your in-laws, Yes. Right. so that adds to the dynamic piece, which is just, it's, it's a very small world. Um, they brought us donuts and they made it in the air fryer Nice, and they were the best donuts that you could possibly make. Wow. That's, yes. I love donuts. Don't have them enough. Yeah. I just go follow no donuts. No donuts. Oh follow. yes. Yeah. Yeah. We got to bring him on the pod. Short, very, very short story. I have a ongoing bet with my wife, Dana, and I want to see what people think about this. I don't think that she can eat 24, uh, regular or any type of flavor Dunkin' Donuts in 24 hours. That's one of the bets I have. 24 of them? 24 of them. Ooh, I, I think I can do that, but I don't know I know about Dana. you can do that. I don't know about Dana. Yeah, I don't think she can do it, so wow. comment about that. All anyway. Right. What's, your, uh, what's your recommendation? What have you been uh, up to lately? So I, uh, when we went to Italy for our honeymoon, we had a lot of pastries, and I'm a big coffee guy, and my weakness is cookies. Absolutely love cookies. Whenever I have a coffee at work, even if it's black coffee, I'm like craving a nice Italian cookie. Nice. And I have Biscotti people that action. make them all around. You know, Alyssa Pirelli makes unbelievable Italian cookies yes. with her mother. Yes. They bring them for holidays, et cetera. Anyway, so every time I'm at a like a nice coffee shop, I kind of eye the pastries. And now that I've been on a diet, I'm really eyeing the pastries. Yep. You know? So I went and I had a, um, uh, a meeting. I have a lot of coffees with people to network, clients. It's just easy when you're mm-hmm. on the run. And we went to Coffee Luca in Greenwich. Okay. Uh, it helps that the guy who runs it's like off the boat Italian. His name's Luca. And he, co- you Mr. Pirelli. <laughs> I order That's like good. an espresso. He makes it a double. He's nice. like you. He just says, oh, you're going to have this. <laughs> you're gonna and have he puts this. A, a, a nice biscotti 
on the side. A little bit. The biscotti, scotty. if you're watching on YouTube, about this big. Oh my god! But it's soft. Like it's not. You know when you bite and yep. I don't know if you've had like a legit yeah, biscotti. Yeah. It's the best biscotti I've ever had. I I have four meetings next week. All coffee, Luca. Wow. So if you're in Greenwich, go over there. Say hi to Luca. Tell him Mike sent. Tell you. him Mike sent you. There you go. Um, let's talk about Brother Bills, who happens to be my neighbor that I just told you about with the donuts. Let's talk about his bachelor party. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I still feel like, one, I'm getting back into my routine, but I can not believe what happened to us as soon as we got in the car. All right? I'll let go you ahead. tell it. Go no, ahead. no. You tell yourself. I'm going to defend myself along the way. Sure, defend yourself. So I arrive in Greenwich at Mike's house, and he puts the GPS in. No. Can I comment go, sure. as we go? Go ahead. I asked my brother-in-law, Chris, yep. who organized this whole thing, we pick him up at the train station whenever Secaucus, New Jersey's train station, Right. whenever we go to Atlantic City. Yes. So we're going to Atlantic City. I said, text me the address because I'm fried. I had a long day at work, mm -hmm. and I have to drive four hours. So right. I, I know myself. I make mistakes when I don't have the actual address. Go ahead. All right. So this is a little more than a mistake, I think. But Chris does send a link. That is yes. true. So Mike clicks the link, clicks on Secaucus train station. And we start driving, and I'm noticing, like, oh, wow, we're going over the White Stone. This is actually the way that I go to Jones Beach. And I remember saying about halfway into that drive, I'm like, Mike, does this look familiar to you? Because I'm not used to this way. And he goes, yeah, we do it all the time as a family. We pick up at this train station. So I'm like, oh, okay, we're clearly going out of the way because, one, there's no New York license. I mean, there's no New Jersey license plates anywhere. And then we continue. I, I trust Waze to, like, the ends of their... I would drive into the water uh -huh. if it was, like, go over yeah. the water. Well, I, I can tell. Yeah. So we drive another 25 minutes at least. Yeah. And I really asked Mike, now we're in a residential area and all New York license plates. And I've never heard of Secaucus Junction, New York. So Mike goes, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's around the other way. But we pull up to this small, small train station. No lights. No lights. There's one CVS across the street. Too. Oh, and a 7-Eleven, you're right. Yeah. And nothing else. So I said, Mike, is this it? And he said, dude, I, I don't know. So now we are 49 minutes away from the actual Secaucus train station. No, no. So I say, look, can you Google it? <laughs> oh, yeah. So he like puts it in and he hits. I don't know if you use Google Maps, but he hit the Secaucus one that came up. For right. That. And I look at his face, and he looks like he's going to murder me. I thought that was the end of no snooze. Like they're going to stab me. Well, because I, I get so irritated yeah. when I go the wrong way, even in I'm seven minutes out of the way. So now I'm 50 minutes out of the way, yeah. and then Mike really brought me back to life because he said, wait, look at this. So anybody who doesn't know Chris, like Brother Bills, he's a quiet guy, really nice, humble, down-to-earth guy. Brother Chris is like an extreme guy, like, kind of like us, but he takes it to another level. Love him to death, but Mike goes, look, just imagine Chris sitting outside this train station for the 50 minutes that we have to now go to Secaucus, New Jersey. Yeah. I started dying. We called Chris like, hey, bud, I'm sorry, but we're going to be there in 50 minutes. He thinks we're joking. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so that's the only thing that kind of kept me going. Um, but thank you for bringing us an hour and 10 minutes out of the way from Greenwich, Connecticut to Secaucus Junction, New York. You're welcome. But the positive of that, and uh -huh. this is what I do a lot, is I take a bad situation and look at the positive side. Right. We had an extra hour to flesh out no snooze content. We right. We got that clip. Yes. So it, some would say I helped us. Yes. Actually, that's true because I was really pissed off, too. And he goes, Dave, 
it's great content. <laughs> I said, I don't give a about the content. That's my excuse for everything. Yeah, yeah. It's really good content. So, yes, it was great content. Thanks a lot. Can we talk about the, the workout that we did? Yeah. I, so I w- let me tell this part yes. because from my view, I wanted to kill everyone. So I'm laying in bed and we, were, we went out uh, and we had some dinner and stayed out pretty late. And I wake up. I have heartburn. You know, it, we got in at 11. So it was a late night. And I'm laying there, and I'm like, "Ooh, this bed's really comfortable." Then I hear Chris, "What are you guys doing? It's it's like meeting your hero. You guys don't even work out. You're <laughs> yeah. not even up yet." And I look at my phone; it's eight thirty. Right. And I'm like, oh, "Don't do it. Don't do it." <laughs> so he starts talking junk to Dave, and I'm like, "I know what's gonna happen, right?" And he's like, and then Dave hops up and he chugs his you know thing of water, <laughs> and he's like, "All right, boys, let's go to the gym." And I'm like, "Oh, I hate everyone." So we proceed to get dressed and go down to this. The gym was probably this size, yes. so there was no escaping. Like I couldn't <laughs> hide anywhere, or, like fake a workout. And uh, you tell them what the workout we did. Yeah, so we did basically a thousand rep workout, and it's two hundred and ten reps per um, exercise, and you go down from twenty. So we did a circuit of what four different exercises, and we did twenty reps of each. Then we yeah. did nineteen reps, eighteen, etc., all the way down. And a little, a little couple treadmill runs. Right, I and got then a taste in between, what Benny deals in with. between. We did the treadmill on the incline on that jog. So our heart rate is up. We are feeling good. Not all of us. <laughs> Mike is Mike is in the uh, I in was the trash dr- can. dry heaving for yeah, dry 50% heaving. of yep. the workout. No, but you got through it, man, and I was I was proud of you. Uh, Chris got through it too. But I you know, I had to after he was talking junk, you know, I had to at least show him what no snooze Street. is all about. But I, I took the brunt of it. He didn't even take the brunt of it. He that, was like that's fine. True. Yeah, no, no, no. That, yeah. I yeah well, know. I did feel a little better, but then when you go and you end up going to like breakfast right after and right. eating trash, it was like this. <laughs> and that was pointless. day one. Yeah. That was day, day one, one, three hours sleep. So that kind of set us up for a tough time. But the next day, when you went again oh, for yeah. like four hours, <laughs> I was like, there's no way I'm going. He comes back with a nice meal <laughs> and a coffee. And I'm just looking at him. I'm like, I'm your roommate. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Following day, jumping ahead. I go out, I get him a steak sandwich. Yes. Or whatever did. it was. He he ordered like the Je- Jersey Jezebel, which <laughs> in, it's embarrassing to go up and ask for that. I'm like, is this a real sandwich? No, you called I thought me. you were messing with me. Right. It I, was on the menu. It was it was it was on the menu. So Mike says, look at the menu, and I think it was the Jersey Jezebel. Yeah. But that's another <laughs> point to why, you know, adding value. Uh be the bigger man. Right. You know? So that was good. Literally but I said I said I don't reward mediocrity. That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. I was very embarrassed. Everyone was like, What? And Aren't like, you embarrassed? Oh. I gotta keep him big though for the pod. Um and then the last thing on that bachelor party that I definitely want to highlight <laughs> is what we now call the pick and roll. Yeah. So we're in the club, this is night two, and everyone's having a really good time. I see Mike step aside and go over to the bouncer. Very large human being, 6'5", and probably 280. Mike's whispering to him. I'm whoa, like, whoa, whoa. I wasn't whispering to him. Well, no, you were, because it, it was the club. So yeah, you, so you were, had to like lean in and talk Right, to you him. had to lean in and talk. <laughs> so I'm like, me like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So I'm over there like, oh, man, what is, what is going on here? This could be either really good or really bad. Yeah. So it, then the animations kick in. Now I see Mike starting to back up a little bit. He takes a couple steps back. You know, he gets his bearings. He's looking left. He's looking right. And the bouncer now runs up to him and sets a screen. So if you're not a sports guy or girl, a screen in basketball is something that you do for your teammate to end th- that you're trying to either, one, get open and receive the ball, yeah. or two, create a little space for your offense. 
So this is in the middle of the club, and this humongous bouncer starts running up to Mike, and Mike is like, come tight, come tight. So this humongous guy sets the screen. Now Mike is like, roll, roll, roll. And now the bouncer puts his arm up. He's, he's, he's you know, dipping through the club, puts his arm up, and Mike launches like a fake basketball to him. Great pass. And they just, they just started doing this throughout the, time, uh, throughout the night. So anytime we would go to the bathroom and Mike saw this guy, the pick and roll would happen. So that was amazing. The background of that is Dave played one game with us on Sam Sauce. Yes. And he got what? hurt. Well, he didn't get hurt. He right, was yeah. hurt. Right. I've, I've so been, he bailed. Toe injury. He was the one one game wonder. The one game wonder. So I'm like, I got to do some recruiting while we're out here. I got to be efficient, effective, and convenient. <laughs> so I'm there, and I'm like, oh, this dude's like 6'6". Six, six. I wonder if he'll come to Grinch and play basketball. <laughs> yeah. so I went up to him. And I'm like, oh, like, we got a team. We just need some height. Like, we're a dangerous team. We, you know, we shoot the lights out, but we have no height. And the guy's like, I ball. I play basketball. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he's like, what do you play? I'm like, I facilitate. I, I'm a point guard. And he's like, all right. And I'm like, all right, I'll show you. Come oh, on. so and you guys were practicing. Up. You guys were showing And I remember putting the fist in yes. there, like set the pick. So yep. it, I don't know what, but. Anyway. That is the pick and roll. So if ever you do that in yeah. the club, please take a video of it and tag us. I'm still waiting to show up to the game next week and, and him <laughs> show up and be like, what's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. All right. So let, let, let's get into it now. Um, so this podcast thing has really kind of taken a big part of our, whether it's our day, our week, our month, whatever it is, it takes a lot of time. Not only, you know, are we active on the social media, but the preparation and the discussions between the three of us, it happens consistently. So because we are extremists, I know that I am working on my craft and I never realized what effort had to go into something like this. I mean, you can take any skill from being able to, you know, communicate effectively, being an active listener, uh, being good with your words. So I just consistently now am listening to ourselves, to the podcast. I'm already sick of my own voice. Yeah. I still hear you everywhere I go now. That's You're good. just kind of in, ingrained in my brain. Um, but because this is now something that we want to get better at, I'm curious to know what is it that you're doing to work on your craft here? So the main thing for me that I'm working on right now is I work better when I'm busy. So when we started this, it was a little slower. Mm -hmm. And now I'm seeing that the real estate market's starting to kick up and I've become super busy. I'm being more efficient with things, which has forced me to think about these episodes, think about coming here, think about scheduling and make me uh, more reliable, if you will. So by putting by putting other uh, things I need to get done in my schedule, it's made scheduling this and coming doing this and talking about this easier because it's less time but more uh, effective. Right. Um, so that's one. And then the other thing is just doing things in my real estate world that I know I could talk about here yep. and giving myself good content there you go. like getting lost yeah. to oh, talk yeah. about yeah. here because it's <laughs> you know we need to talk about things every week. And if you're not going out and getting things done or mm – -hmm doing anything worth talking about, then it's pointless. Right. So what about All you? Right. Yeah. So for me, I have a 30 minute ride, you know, to work. So what I've been doing is I take our podcast and I listen to it because I have to post that, you know, I post a clip the majority of, of the time, yeah, you know, on, time. on Instagram. Um, you definitely back me up when I need it though. Yeah. So I always try to listen to an episode, a previous one. So I've been listening to the first five episodes every single day that I go to work and I pick up on things. I've noticed that you're a much better storyteller than I am. No. No, definitely. Because in my head, and I think this happens and I can apply this in life. 
in my head, even though I know what I'm going to talk about and a story that I'm going to tell, I, I've realized that I'm not that good at breaking it down to make it very easy for people to, to listen to. And I think I'm being, I am my own yeah, worst, critical. worst yeah, yeah. critic, you know. Yeah. But um, you have to keep in mind, I'm with, pe- with people a lot of times random for four hours. Yep. These are stories, I'm not exaggerating, I tell three times in a day. <laughs> right, right. So like by the time I get here, it's already kind Well, of you better up. be careful because as we grow, people are going to hear these stories. And then when you mm-hmm. say that, they're going to be like, I heard that on Epi6. It's fine. <laughs> oh, in the car? Yeah. Well, by the time it gets here, it's already been used out. Right. And- it's right. like a stand-up guy. He yeah. like, <laughs> tries it at all the clubs, and then he comes to the main stage. Yep. Um, and then there's also the piece, my wife is an English teacher. Oh. So whenever I say something wrong, like I think a couple episodes I said seeked. Like who says seeked? It's definitely sought, right? <laughs> You're wrong guy. No, no, I know, but it's definitely sought. It's not seeked. Uh, so it's things like that that also help me because I am in public speaking, and I always have to, you know, everybody makes mistakes, of course, but I just didn't realize the skills that you have to apply here. And now it's something that we work on, you know, all the time. So it's just, it's just interesting. Um, I want to, we've gotten a lot of questions about how did you guys, you know, kind of come about. I know we put up some clips on Instagram, but let's talk about the dynamic of the two of us a little bit. Where people like, well, how does Dave know Mike? Like, Dave is in such good shape. Stop saying that, man, because we're on YouTube now and people can visually see. It'd be one thing if I looked like that bouncer that you were setting screens yeah, with. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I, that's not the case. Uh, so we date back to high school. Right, yeah, two thousand five, six, some something along those lines. Yeah, probably two thousand six. Right, we we've known each other for about fifteen years. I am best friends with Frank, but obviously as Frank moved away, you got the um, better version of him. I got I got the better version he here. Upgraded. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, but we were always tight. You know, yes. we were we were always tight. But Frank and I would do like the the one on one thing. Yes. Right. Um, but then as you know, the years went on. We're what one year apart. Uh, yeah, not, just about not right. even one year apart. Um, so we just got closer and closer, and then you met your wife where? So we at your rehearsal dinner. We went to a rehearsal dinner. It's weird that I remember this. Um, and I was sitting at a table with. It wasn't close to where the bridesmaids were. Yeah, I remember that. This is rehearsal dinner for the for you, wedding for the wedding for right. Dave and Karina. Yep. And I remember specifically sitting pretty far away from all the bridesmaids. Like, all right, Dave, thanks. I was single at the time. Like, thanks. Appreciate it. Don't worry about me. <laughs> so, so I got you, bud. This girl walks in, and she's in a purple romper. I, I believe she says it's Periwinkle. Right, Periwinkle, yes. So she walks in with a purple romper. And not to be a creep, but I was like, oh, who is that? I'm like, hey. And I, you know, yep. I do this thing where I kind of just look, and I'm like, all right, well, I got to go uh, break the ice somehow. So I, I don't think I broke the ice that night because I was so far away. It was a very far walk. Yeah. I wasn't the walking at the time. <laughs> it was, he wasn't the walking, and he was on the other level probably. Yeah, yeah it was my birthday too, so we it were was enjoying ourselves. Yes, so, yes. Um, How selfish of us. The next <laughs> night, obviously, the wedding happens, and we're at the after party. Or not the after We're at the um, reception, right? Reception is Yeah, and you, you, were, you were a groomsman yeah, in so the I wedding. Yeah, so I was a groomsman. Yep. You jinxed me about this storytelling thing. Well, so I'm yeah. a groomsman in the wedding. Um, she is a bridesmaid. Yep. Um, and you know, I'm Dave's best friend. She's mm-hmm. Karina's best friend, and yep. then was your third roommate at one time. Yes, yes. Um, so we go to the reception after, mm-hmm. and I my whole thing is like, oh, let me go dance for a dance and do like the old school Carlton or something, right? Just very lighthearted, funny, and then leave. 
So I usually get out before someone leaves me on the dance floor. Right. What happened was I'm dancing with her, not even a full song, and Angel, who's a very good-looking yep. little kid at the time, <laughs> right. I mean, still now, but comes over and he pokes her and he goes, let's dance. And she leaves me she for this five-year-old. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I'm standing there and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go hang out. And like, long story short, didn't dance her the rest of the night. Wow. And uh, I thought you guys did dance once. Once. Dance oh, once. That was it. Wow. Then it was time to go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, great. I'll talk to her at the after party because you guys are having a big after party. Yep. So I hop on some bus and get dropped <laughs> off. And I'm at this after party, and I'm talking with everyone, and Karina's Puerto Rican, and everyone's Puerto Rican and Italian. Yep. And she's, um, she's half Ecuadorian, too. Just so. Yeah, and half Ecuadorian. Yeah. <laughs> so, like a scene out of Wedding Crashers, yeah. I'm in the middle, like, eating cake, and <laughs> I know you're not a movie guy. Not a movie guy. But I'm in the middle with, like, all these people, and I'm telling stories, and people are laughing, and, like, I'm, my hand's over someone's shoulder. So, I'm like, hey, but, like, you guys are great. Like, who are you related to in the family? Like, Dave or Karina? And they're like, Who? I'm like, what? what? Like, this is for like Emily and Derek. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. what? And they're like, yeah, they don't, they're not at this place. <laughs> and I'm like, you're lying. So I go to the lobby and I go up to the front and I'm like, who's this uh, party for? And they're like, oh, Emily and Derek or whoever the name was. And I'm like, oh my God, I just spent two hours at the wrong after party. You didn't realize that two no, hours, Dave. But I'm saying you didn't realize that nobody else was no, recognizable I, to you. You know when you're just kind of like in the moment, right, and you're just right. talking with people, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't, they're here somewhere. I'm very like that. I just go wherever. Yep. So I walked back to the hotel, which was 35 minutes. Oh my God. Uh, Alyssa and Frank were it, at the room <laughs> texting me nonstop, like, where are you? And I was like, I'm coming, I'm coming. And I walk in, they're like, where were you? And I was like, I started crying laughing. So I was like, I was at the wrong after party for two and a half hours, roughly. That is amazing. Imagine if we documented that, though. So every time people are like, how'd you meet your wife? I'm like, well, we danced, and I wanted to hit on her when we went out or like, you know, actually talk to her. And I, got, I went to the wrong after party. <laughs> so that's the original story. That's hilarious. And, yeah. and more backstory. Uh, yes, yeah, so D- Dana actually was a roommate of ours. Yeah. Right? And we lived together for a year. Great roommate, by the way. And Karina and Dana have been best friends since the fourth grade. Yeah, which has been a gift because every time I come over, you have some hilarious photo of them when they were little. Oh, yeah. Jeez, it, we got them at a good time. We we yeah. actually did. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Even though sometimes I'm a big hoops guy, big earring hoops oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. So my I, I also have a celebrity crush on Jennifer Lopez. Yes. Right. Everybody who knows me knows this. And I, I don't know if it's a crush or an infatuation, but my wife resembles in a, in, a, in a sense Jennifer Lopez. So I always try to convince her to wear hoops because I see back in the day she was wearing these tremendous hoops. They were huge, Mike. And I, the bigger the hoop, the better. I like it. Right. And now she like refuses to wear hoops. Yeah. So the one time that I catch her nowadays with hoops, I bring out that old photo of her when she was probably 14 sitting with a serious stare with these big hoops and the gold chains on. Meant to be. (laughs) Meant to be. be. That's right. Um, So we also have big news. Well, you have really big news. And congratulations on the addition of a new baby girl coming into the world. Yes, thank you. Right? And yeah. Yeah, so you guys made the announcement. Yes. Right? Uh, on on social media. Yeah, we did uh I don't even remember when it was. It was recently though. Yeah, just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Just a couple weeks ago. Um but you guys did the gender reveal. So tell us tell us a little about the uh gender reveal. So, 
originally Dana was like, oh, I don't want to do one. I don't think it's like going to make sense, blah, blah. And then eventually she's like, oh, I really want to do one. So we, we kind of rushed to organize it. Full disclosure, she did most of the organizing. But then we were trying to figure out ways to um, ways to uh, show every or whatever it is, the reveal. Yeah. And we ended up going to like five different places to try to get the confetti poppers. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find anything big enough. We finally got two. And uh, we... You know, we're all set and ready to go. And Billy and Chris, my brother-in-laws, were like 30 minutes late. And I'm almost having a panic attack because I'm <laughs> like, you, I need to find out. You didn't know at this point. No, we didn't know. So you we didn't were, know, right. Dana wanted so, it so that everyone found out the at same time. At the same time, time yes. And it was a small event. It was family. Right. And then a couple of very close friends who were basically family. But I'm still like, I don't know how I'm going to react. Like, if it's a girl. Like, I didn't grow up with girls. Right. Like, I'd be very nervous to have a girl. I'm very excited. But it's just a different world yep. altogether. So, uh, long story short, you know, Chris and uh, Billy come, and then we're ready to rock. So, and everyone's in my ear, like it's this, it's that, and I'm just having a panic attack. We go up to the hill, and we go to pop it, and I look over at Dana's, and Dana's isn't popping. Yep. So, I turn mine, and it it shot out pink. Pink, yes. And my reaction was recorded, and I was like <laughs> confused, excited, yeah, freaking out, nervous. I had everything sure. going, so it was just, it's a weird. It doesn't feel real. Wait, I mean, it, keep going. So well, Dana's didn't pop. Yes, yeah, so Dana's didn't pop. So I'm like, hold on, I got to make sure this is a girl. Right. <laughs> so I grab it out of her hand yes. without even saying anything. Yes. And I and break you, it over my knee, you, and pink comes out, and then I start throwing yeah, it around. Yeah, it was, it was. A, I was there, and it was an amazing moment. But tell us about the surprise of like what you felt when you saw the pink. I don't know. I, I in the moment, I was confused. I was like. What do you do with a girl? Do I have to I have a wedding to pay for in the future? Mm. Oh my god, I'm gonna have a son in law, like all these or daughter in law, whatever. But right. all these things started running through my head, and I'm like, what am I thinking about? Like, I shouldn't even have the kid yet. Like, let's just get the first <laughs> step. But I always think big picture, so that's like right. No, but it so, was, so congratulations, man. Thank you, it's, sir. It's, it's an awesome moment. Uh, speaking of surprise, though, so I didn't tell you about my birthday present from my wife. Okay, right, and this and this. Um, this I, I I told you what it was, but I didn't tell you how she kind of did it. Okay. So there's actually there's a, a blue bag over there. Can you pass me that? Yeah. So <laughs> she does she does this, and th- this is actually you know going back to October, but the whole surprise thing I want to you know tell you about it. So I know my wife, and we just got this house right, and it was my thirtieth birthday. And I'm like, man, I know how she is. She knows I'm into like jewelry. I like watches. I like bracelets and stuff. So I'm like, babe, please don't spend too much money, you know, on whatever you're going to do, because we got this mortgage to pay now. And like things are a little bit different. So for like weeks now, I know that she's getting me something. There was one day that she she went into the city because she had to get my present. So I like even brought more clarity. Right. She's not she's not very good with surprises. I could usually see right through it. So sure enough, on the night of, I mean, on the morning of my actual birthday, she comes in with this bag. So if you're on YouTube, check it out because you can actually see it. But, but this is the bag she comes in with. I'm like, wow, this is, you know, exactly what I thought it was, nice and light. And I'm feeling around. What did you like, think it was? I thought it was like a bracelet or something, you know, yeah. and a nice bracelet or a watch. And I was upset because I know she spent a lot of money. And then I was kind of excited, too, because yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right, let me, let me see what she got me here. So she gives it to me. And it's pretty light, right? So I like go to open it. I pull out the, the paper and stuff, and I'm digging in, and I like feel like this like cloth thing, right? 
So she gives me this cloth, and I look at it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is a onesie. So my reaction right away was, wow, my godson. I'm stu- we, were, we were out the night before. And I'm like, wow, my godson must have sent me something. Oh right? No, because <laughs> Mason's a baby. So I'm like, wow, he must have sent me something. And I read it, and it's like, Daddy, I may not be born yet, but you are going to be the best daddy a kid could ever have. I can't wait to meet you soon. Love your baby. It's amazing. I'm still stuck on stupid. She's like, turn it around, and it says hashtag baby Reg for those who can visually see it. And I was going to say, good thing it wasn't more than 10 pages. <laughs> right, yeah. It would have taken me a while. And then I'm like, no, no. And she's, she had this whole thing recorded. So come to find out, we are also having a baby girl. It's insane. It, it's it, like it's staged. It, right? It, it, doesn't, yeah. it, it almost seems like it was planned. Yeah. And then now we're three weeks, three or four weeks pregnant. And we're like, listen, we got to tell, you know, Mike, Dana, Claudio, his wife about this. And you guys come over to record an episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And as soon as we sit down, we're like, we got, you know, we, we just have something to tell you. Dana and Karina literally start jumping up and down and Dana goes, tell me you're pregnant because we are too. Tell me you're pregnant because we are too. Yeah. Then literally they just start jumping around. Claudio's got tears in his eyes. <laughs> Mike and I are looking at each other like, oh my God, we're having kids at the same time. So this is the official introduction to No Snooze Fatherhood. Oh my God. <laughs> is it right? Yes. So this episode really is about our entire dynamic. So this just brings something that is a whole nother level to no snooze. And the whole way up, Dana's like, I really hope Crane is pregnant. I really hope Crane is pregnant. Like, How sick is that? Existence. It's crazy. It, it really is. So from them, you know, growing up together, and we swear this wasn't planned. Um, we used to, you know, mess around like, oh, you know, our kids will be best friends and all that stuff. And sure enough, we are, I think, what, a week or 10 days it's pretty ahead of you guys. And we have a lot of other friends, too, that are oh pregnant. Oh, my God. It's kind of it, crazy. It, I know. I don't know what everybody was doing nine months ago. I, I guess we people were now. We had a good idea you know? for merch, though, too, with the fatherhood stuff. Yep. One of them was my dad doesn't snooze. I, lo- to scare I, lo- I love that. <laughs> Uh, but it, it's it's just an incredible feeling. I know for me, um, you know, when I found out that I was having a girl, one, my mom has always has always told me growing up that I was going to have three girls for whatever reason. Me too. Right. So sure enough, we have a girl, but we even had the name and everything already picked out. I'm going to wait on that. I didn't get clearance, you know, from from the first lady from the boss. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was so excited because we knew we were having a girl. And I have memories with my, my sister, who's about seven years younger than me. After she, you know, used to shower, I would help her, like, brush her hair, right? And, and my brother, they, they're all 16 months apart. So he used to be a terror. He would, like, literally come with scissors and cut her hair off. And it happened a couple times. So, like, I used to protect her. And, you know, it was just a really good feeling. And I'm just looking forward to that. Yeah. No, right? that's – and I remember having this exact conversation yeah. with you after and be like, I'm like, I didn't have a sister. I don't, I don't. I don't know what to do. Like, and the, <laughs> I know I'll figure it out. But right. you have all these thoughts. Like, I know if I had a boy, I'd be you know I'm what just to do. as excited. Right. But I kind of know like what right. to do. But everyone's telling me how great it is to have a little girl and she'll take care of you and all yep. that good stuff. So I can't wait. Um, but it is. I was just like, holy. No, cow. it's amazing. And also, I want to bring light to 
to women in general that go through this. Because, oh. I mean, we're, we're still early in the game. We're not even halfway, you know, there. We're about almost 20 I weeks. Can't, I can't do the weeks math. Like, right? I'm pretty good at math, but when someone says, like, oh, Dana's like, oh, I'm 20 weeks or whatever it is, yeah, I'm yeah. like, what? How many, how many months? Right. Like, right. So they're both starting to bump right now, right? You can see, like, a little pop. Um, but the body is incredible. You know, my wife, her, thank God she hasn't had, like, you know, any ridiculous symptoms or anything like that. Um, so I'm, I'm reading things about becoming a dad. I'm seeing her body change and it is an incredible thing. And women are clearly much stronger than men. When you saw the ultrasound, what were you thinking in your head? Like when I saw the like ultrasound, the, the original oh, ultrasound. The, well, they were, they were hilarious because is this before I knew that we were having a girl or when we were doing it? No, just the initial one where there's a baby oh, on yeah. the screen. It, it was insane. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you look up you know, on that screen and you actually see movement and then they let you hear the, um, hear the heartbeat. That was a feeling that I don't think you can, you, you can't even relive it. it. It was a, uh, you know, in the moment thing, but I, I've never been so, you know, appalled. As people know, I like to talk and I was speechless. I was just right. there. Uh. <laughs> and I think Dana was like, Oh my God. Like she was so, I mean, my, her mom, my mom, Dana, all were pushing for a girl, which I'm very happy. You know, they don't didn't have a preference, but they were super excited about the girl. And the initial thing when I saw it, I in first thing in my head was like, "Oh, it's a girl." Like I don't know why, I just thought girl, yep. and I was just in shock. I was just no, it. it and they're like, "Say something, Mike," and I'm like, "That's wild." <laughs> that's all I could say. It really it's is. Like, I know you're, like, you're really at a loss for words. And I was like, "That's in there." Like, and they were <laughs> talking about things, and I was just like tuned out, looking because yep. I was blown away. But it, it's still it feels real, but not. Re I don't know. Right. So what are you doing? Because for me, I, I know that now I'm now I'm again an extremist. So here I am on Google or, um, you know, reading s certain articles on fatherhood and this and that. And then I'm big on the foods thing. Yeah. So I make her overnight oats and she does not like to eat in the morning. So I literally pack her lunches, her breakfast. And I make sure that she gets the nutrients in. She's never been so hydrated in her life. <laughs> I literally make sure that she drinks, I think it's, uh, what is it, 60 or 90 ounces for the day. We bought her this water bottle. And whenever she, like, bends down, I'm like, babe, get up. You don't, don't crush the baby. Don't crush the yeah, baby. I don't know how any of that works. <laughs> I, know, like, I don't either. And she's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Um, but as you mentally prepare for this, I see that for myself, your thoughts are like, changing like I remember being on the on the bachelor party like oh my god I'm gonna have a daughter like it just randomly is like you know popping in your head what, yeah. what's going on up there for you uh I've I think I mentioned in one of the other episodes but like as you go it becomes less and less about you you know yeah. when you get married it becomes about your wife right yes and now with the child on the way it really doesn't really become about me anymore yeah. which I like because I feel like 30 years is enough of me um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, as far as, like, motivation, I thought I was motivated. But now I'm, like, they say nesting is, like, a thing that happens. Mm -hmm. And I always joke with Dana whenever she's cleaning. I'm like, oh, look, she's nesting. But I find myself doing stuff, like, frantically around the house or at work. Because right. I'm, like, all right, July, you know, the due date is July 1st. My birthday is the 3rd. That's so amazing. So I'm, like, it's crazy. Come on. You, I mean, you can't make this stuff up. It's wild. And then, speaking of the time frame, my wife's a teacher. Yeah. So how ironic is it that, you know, we're due in, in the summertime as well and she's going to be off? Like, yeah, I, cool. I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer, you know, in that when the time is right, 
you know, things just kind of happen. And the yeah. fact that we kind of just moved in, it almost seems like rushed in a way. Yeah. But it, it's all at the right time. Um, I know we're definitely on the, the best path possible. We've never been more in love as a couple. Um, and it's it's now just a new dynamic because we're sitting there on Friday, Saturday nights, and we just enjoy just, just eating pizza and relaxing. Whereas, you know, a couple of years ago, I was not doing that type of stuff. Pizza relaxing. Yeah, yeah, no. I was eating pizza at, you know, four in the morning. Yeah. Um, now we're taking spin classes on Sunday mornings at eight o'clock. You know what blows my mind, too, is like we get in an argument about like, oh, who's doing what around the house? And then her, which rightfully so, is like, I'm building a baby. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah they, you they, are. I'm sh- and, and it's true, yeah, but I'm sure there are times that they use it as an excuse, right? Oh, don't get right? me in trouble. No comment. <laughs> like, my wife still folds the laundry, so I said, babe, I can't believe you're still doing all this stuff. Right? <laughs> Don't say that. I can't believe you're still doing all this stuff. And she goes, yeah, but there's going to be a time that I can't. And I'm in my head. I didn't say this, but now she's going to hear this. Yeah. But can you not fold laundry when you're pregnant? No comment. <laughs> like, this like is Mike, not good. Mike, you're I'm gonna, trying to set you you're up. You're giving me stress. Yeah, Alley-oop. I'm not dunking that. Just put it back. Come on, alley No. <laughs> How about the other episode? I don't want an uproar from wives who don't cook. That was, that was hilarious. The best is uh, I get home from work and Dana's looking at me and she goes, I listen to episode three. And I'm like, what did I say in episode three? I know, like, I know. I have to put notes of like, oh, right, where, but, where I screwed up. But going back to the whole skill <laughs> thing and working on your craft, like you almost, we, we I know we repeat certain things. And we kind of have to because everyone doesn't listen to every single episode. Yeah. Um, but you got to be mindful of like the things you've already said. You don't want to, you don't want to um, repeat the same stuff. Well, it's recorded. So like right. if you get in an argument, they'll be like, well, you said it in episode oh, four. That's and you're right. Like, oh my God. That's hilarious. That, that's good. Love you. Um, <laughs> love you. No, so we, we wanted to really bring, uh, you know, bring that to life because now it's it's tough. You know, our, we're really going public with everything that we do. So that was a hard piece, especially yeah. for us. We didn't do a gender reveal or anything. Um, we just I don't know. I, I'm, I'm happy that it's that it's out there now and we don't have to don't have to hide it. And, you yeah. know, before it, it was great being private about it. Um, but I'm, I'm excited that my wife was, you know, to a point that she's like, all right, let's, let's go. And obviously some things you keep private also anyway, but it's nice to have all the support of people and people congratulating you and and listen, don't worry. I have a little girl. It's the best, but but, you know, it's just, it's a fun situation where people are very, uh, at least to your face, yeah. very oh, supportive. Right. Yeah. Maybe right. in their head, they're like, yeah. terrible yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be a father? Oh, my yeah. God. You? <laughs> yeah. um, all right. So let, let's get into some, uh, we're going to do the, the questies, right? There yeah. were a bunch that came in. A couple of them were a little dangerous for us to answer. Yeah. No, really. There, were, there was definitely a couple um, that, you know, whether it was politics or, you know, certain things, religion, we're going to keep you know, that to a minimum. Um, but there were three questions Uh-oh. that came in in terms. No, it was the same exact question. Oh, it's just that different. came in. Yeah. Is Mike going to grow a beard? Oh, <laughs> how about the timing on that? I know. So who asked that? That's a hilarious there, there was three, three people that asked. It. So I'm kind of morphing into you. I'm already bigger and more <laughs> buff and like tightening up. So maybe I don't. Here's the only reason I would to look a little more imposing when my daughter comes. I was thinking about, listen, let me get a beard. Let me get some tattoos. Yeah, there you go. Let me get tight. Right. Um, I can't grow a beard like that. If I could grow a beard, I think it would happen. You, you would rock one? I can't keep it But neat. you got a clean face, too, though. Like but you. even this is, I feel a little self-conscious when mm-hmm. I'm in front of clients because everything you do equates to, well, he wasn't organized enough to get shaved this morning yep. type of thing. Whereas the reality is my neck is very sensitive. 
So I have to give it a certain amount of days before you shave it again. again. And days where, I, you know, weeks where I work seven days a week, yep. I have to pick and choose my day where I'm not in front of clients as much to yep. have a little stubble. Yep. It's a hilarious. Are you ever going to shave your beard? Yeah, it's got to be something good because I'm a little self-conscious, too. I feel like I have a round face. So I like having the beard to kind of you, you hide that. And don't take it the wrong way. You have one of the smallest heads <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen. Do you, in the, I know you're not a movie guy, but in Mario Brothers, there's Goombas, I think they're called. You said that. With the little heads and yes. the big shoulders. Yeah, I, I haven't I seen send it. Him, I'll send, I gotta, I'll send I gotta a picture. I got to see it. Um, so getting into a, a serious question, and this one might, I don't know if this is an alley-oop for you too. Mm. Do you think... Couples should share okay. a bank account. Oh, I know who asked this. <laughs> I know who asked this. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Do you? Yep. <laughs> so I think whatever works for you, I think if you guys are more comfortable sharing a bank account and you're able to stay on track and you like having an accountability partner, um, we just opened one that is together. Nice. Um, but we have a bunch of separate stuff too because – I have a business account yep. where there's a lot of money flowing in and out. Right. And then I remove that for tax purposes right. um, to a personal account. My thought is having one joint and then one separate because I know me buying suits would probably stress Dane out. Yep. And I know her Amazon purchases would stress me out. Yep. And it's not worth the arguments. Yep. You know, that's small wins there. But I just, for my sanity and I think her sanity, it's good to have a joint and then a separate. I like that. But I, we're figuring it out. It took yeah. us a year and a half of fights well, to I, get to where I, I think the question was more for everybody. Not, I don't know if it was just for, you know, like, I don't know if it was well, just for. Well, I know it works for me. No, no, no. I don't know if it was just for married couples. Oh, so, oh. Yeah. No, Wait, so, what was the question? Joint bank accounts? For couples. For couples. Oh, I think. So as soon as. Go ahead. I think if you're not married. Well, here's the thing. No, nope, go if ahead. If you're married or not married and you own a house together, marriage is fine it's great but if you are with someone mm -hmm. and you're confident in being with that person without the title of marriage and it makes sense for you you could do it right just know that it's there's potential problems that could i don't know so i've never dealt my that. wife and i were strange we had a joint bank account at 20 years old yeah, and like your situation no yeah. it was weird and looking That's back little, right it's a little strange looking back at it like what but it but, worked but it worked yeah and everything we did was joint at that yeah. time. I think we still have our own separate accounts, yeah. I think, but I think she has access to, to those too. Um, but <laughs> I think, I think, he, I, I think yeah, she gives me credit cards. So I already know that like these things are under her, her name or whatever. She's slowly just right, removing. Right, right, exactly. Um, but especially if you're, if you are living together and you know, you are renting something, I don't, it depends on the relationship. For sure. I don't think it's something that if you've been dating for six months, a year, even, I mean, maybe two years. I don't know. It depends on your relationship. Yeah. It makes sense when you have joint bills, but I do agree that at that point, you should have one, an agreement, like, God forbid something happens, and two, you should have access to your own funds. Yeah, it's it's a tough question because some couples I know have one person running everything, yep. and it works for them, and one person doesn't want to worry about it. Um, I think to some extent you should have some knowledge of what's going on just in case. Yep. You know, God forbid something happens, you know mm -hmm. what's going on. Right. But I don't know. Nope. It's, finances are a tough one. It takes a long time and it's people are always constantly morphing. Yeah. Um, question. Yeah, no, it was a great question. I hope and no one's looking to us for relationship advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we have, I, I think we can actually bring a lot of 
good um i don't know if it's value perspective perspective yeah, right yeah, yeah. a lot of perspective yeah. on relationships so i actually would go against that i think if you want relationship advice from our experiences definitely we're well, willing to give it i think people stepping in and commenting on stuff like mm-hmm. on a youtube channel or anchor wherever they're commenting i think will help too because someone will drop a diamond right like, all right listen to that guy or yep. that girl yep we're yeah. also now on spotify because you said oh yes yeah, right so that that's yeah. new um we just got that up there so for the spotify listeners we're up there too um another question this was a good one what's one thing everyone should incorporate into their pages. daily life if they want to follow a no snooze regimen I know my answer. Yeah, you start on this one. I know my answer here. Oh, he gets me nervous when he repeats. I don't know exactly. Like, <laughs> well, no, I, I couldn't read it. The microphone was no, was. I, when you, I know my answer. Was in the way. Answer. No, no, no. Well, so like as soon as yeah, but as soon as I heard this question, it was it was obvious to me, and it's not the water. It's not the waking up on time. Grow it's not working out. It's not growing a beard. It is simply. When you say that you're going to do something, do it. Keep promises to yourself and to others. And if you say, and it could be small stuff, doesn't have to be deep, but this goes back to the small wins adding up and gaining self-confidence. So if you say that you're going to go food shopping at 11 o'clock, go food shopping at 11 o'clock. If you say you're going to go to the dry cleaners and then I'm going to take a shower after... Go to the dry cleaners, take the shower after. Mm -hmm. You begin to become accountable to yourself. This is a practice that like my daily checklist is all that stuff. And again, I've always been a confident guy, but knowing that I'm not going back on my word, clearly there's things that happen throughout life and it's not going to always allow you to come through for yourself and you're going to get thrown off. And that's the setback piece. But start with just keeping small promises to yourself. And it goes a really long way. And when you do that day in and day out in every single thing that you do, your meetings, you're showing up on time, um, putting your shoes away, everything having its its place, like you said, um, it, it's all things that are so small and so, you know, it, it almost seems like it's not a big deal. But I believe if you want to follow a no snooze regimen, a.k.a. just being better than yesterday, that's what you need to start doing. That's a good one. The, uh, the everything in its place. I just had this visual of the house, our house right now. It looks <laughs> nothing's in its place at the moment. Um, right. Are you going to put it away? What's today? Friday. Yeah, Friday. I can clean up Fridays. Send me yeah. a picture of you doing that. Okay. Keep the promise. I'll put to it yourself. on. The, I'll put it on Instagram. <laughs> there you go. So that's a good one. Mine is kind of twofold. So maybe it was Gary V, um, or maybe it was a book I read. But basically, there was. One point where I was complaining a lot about everything and I just had like a bad attitude just in general. Mm-hmm. Like I was still happy-go-lucky and fun to be around, but for my personal life and work and thing, I just was complaining a lot. So I read a book. It's called The Happiness Advantage. Yep. And it's just basically how if you are a positive person, you attract other positive things and it snowballs. Okay. It's very foo-foo, but it makes sense. It definitely makes and sense. And it's like if you go into a situation and you have a positive attitude and you're happy – the person that you're trying to get something out of or talk to is less defensive, more likely to give you what you want, more likely to be friendly with you. Um, so it's my tip is to try to be happy in situations and have perspective and complain less. I feel like complaining is the root of a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. When you complain, then someone else complains to you about something and then you're kumbayaing about how miserable you are. 
and then it snowballs. I know there's uh, medical conditions and all that stuff, but if you don't have that, just trying not – and I complain still about stuff, but days where I don't and I just go up and do something, even though I don't want to do it, you find that you're just more happy throughout the day, and then it translates to your personal life, and it's – Real estate is very important because deals fall through. Mm-hmm. And I just had a super big deal fall through. Or not super big, but a big deal. Um, and there's deals that fall through every day. And if you're negative about it, you don't get up and try to resell it. You don't get up and do all your other stuff you need to do. It's just a snowball effect. Right. That's good. There is a TED Talk, too. I will look it up, and I'll send it to people. But it's also wait, about... Wait, you're going to send it to every listener? Yeah, I'll send it to every <laughs> message it. But it's basically about how... Our uh, prime primal, uh, re- our primal um, DNA to avoid predators factors into how we perceive people in our first intent, uh, impressions. Yep. Basically, about if you smile, a, a re- right off the bat, I am less threatened and more likely to like you. And if you can maintain that smile while talking and positive, even more so. And if your hands are out of your pockets, that's the other thing. Because usually, if it's a defense are, mechanism. Yep. Right. Or your or your arms crossed. Yep. Right. Yeah. That's a that's a good one. Um. And also to what your answer was, the book that I thought about right away is "Don't Sweat the Small Stuff." That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, and it's a, it's the easiest read in the world. I it, don't know. I lied. I didn't read that. Oh, <laughs> you're hilarious. The first of all, the the uh, pages are about five inches. No, seriously. And there's like probably fifty words on the page. Um, so it's a very easy read and there's literally, I think maybe 200 chapters in the book, but each chapter is a page and a half. So it's a perfect read for 10 page Dave. Say, that's um, but it, it's, Dave's size it, book. it's all about perspective. Yeah. You know, when, when you're sitting in traffic, instead of getting upset, realize, wow, you know what? There may be an accident up there and somebody's life is being affected right now. Yeah. It's much bigger than you just being late for your 15 minute meeting. Yeah. Again, still stuff that we're working on every day, and I still get mad at traffic. I still get mad when people take me an hour out of my route. Never happened. Y- you to me. know what I'm saying? Um, but well, that's a really good book to start with, and it's it's an easy, easy read. All right, we have to link to this stuff so people can find it. I don't know how to do that. We'll figure it. Out. Uh, so anybody out there in marketing, if you want to help <laughs> us get going, uh, that will definitely uh, that that could definitely happen. Um, all right, so that's that's the um, questy piece. We'll we'll leave it at that. And that brings us to Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. Thank you. I hate when you don't follow up with dimes, dimes. I know you've been forgetting, man. I know. If you want to change the world, change yourself. Very simple. It's a good one. Because then it goes along with what we talked about. Then you track the positive. Right. Yep. Um, Miguel's mantras for this week. What is your sound effect after? Miguel, Miguel, Miguel. (laughs) Miguel, Miguel. Uh, So mine is, if you're waiting for the right time, it may never happen. It's it's basically what I've lived life by. Yep. No, that's beautiful, man. And then that ties into you know what we're going through right now. Starting this podcast, probably not the right time. Yep. We have a lot of stuff going on. Right. But it probably would never happened. And that brings us to heat. On the feet. I don't know. This suit's a tight one. I don't know if I get my foot. <laughs> Can you up get here. him up there? So special shout out to Kai. Kai. He where did where'd you go? Where España. España. He got me some fire socks. Yes. Oh there you go. Wait, is that a pizza on them? No, that's not a pizza. It's a it's a what is it? It's a paella. It's a paella. I did yoga. This would be <laughs> you you look good, kid. Nice. You look I good. Fire my shoes. <laughs> Fire. Better. Um, all right, man. That's Epi Six in the book. Until next time, 
stop snoozing, get up and get after it. My man. That's another Epi in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.